Hey there, thanks for letting Overflow Today back into your busy week once again. This is Joseph, and we're going to take five quick minutes to look at how the gospel can overflow from you to others. Today on Overflow, you might not feel like the most talented evangelist, but you can, starting today, easily, be much more intentional about planting seeds in your non-Christian friends' lives. There's a great book on this topic called Finding Common Ground. The book's author, Tim Downs, was ahead of his time. His comments are from an interview nearly 10 years ago. Tim, your book is called Finding Common Ground, and in there you talk about Christians, to a great extent, just not getting the job done today. What causes you to say that? Well, I think that it has to do with what Christians today are thinking of when they think of evangelism. What we have learned to do over the years is to simply memorize a script. The difficulty with it is that we've come to believe that that's all evangelism is. That's it in its entirety, and we're finding that the culture as a whole is less patient to listen to our presentations, uh, and so we're tending to just back away. feel like, well, I guess we can't do this anymore. What I'm trying to say in my book is no, evangelism is something much broader than that. The problem is we're thinking only of harvesting. What I'm recommending instead is that we take a sower's approach. A sower's approach is to look at someone and ask, okay, what can I say to them? Maybe I can't say everything, but certainly there's something that I can say. So here's a radical feminist, here's my Muslim or Hindu or atheistic friend, what what can I say to them to begin this conversation uh, to move them towards the story of Jesus? Hmm. Very interesting. Now, what would be just a few practical examples of of sowing? Well, in my book, in Finding Common Ground, I recommend three things that we can use, three tools we can use to sow. One is we can use questions. The problem is because Christians believe the truth is on their side, we tend to be answer people. Let me tell you the answer. Let me tell you how it is. You know, it's, it is a lot more modest and humble to people if you ask questions. And Socrates taught us that you can teach entirely using good questions. For Christians, it's often a lost art form because we don't want to know what you think. We want you to know what we think. But we need to learn to communicate our thoughts by asking good questions. And, you know, people will let you ask them questions all day long. I'm recommending that Christians learn to walk up to people and say, you know, what, what is it that you believe? You're my neighbor. You are a Muslim. I don't know a lot about what Muslims believe. You think you could tell me what it is you actually believe? What makes a person a Muslim? You'd be surprised how open your neighbor is when a conversation begins that way. But I think the place to begin building common ground is by understanding another person. There's a proverb that says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The important part is the beginning of the proverb. There is a way that seems right to a man. The question is, why does this way seem right to them anyway? Because there's no sense arguing to somebody that this leads to death if you've not taken the time to find out why it seems so right to them. Well, the problem, I, I begin, Joe, with, with, in my book with a, uh, a parable that I made up. It's just a little story about a farmer who decides that he doesn't want to sow anymore. He only wants to harvest. And you can't blame him because... The harvest season is where all the fun is in the farming industry. So he decides, you know, I I didn't really get into this business so that I could plant and weed and water. That's just backbreaking work. So instead, I'm just going to harvest from now on. And so he does. He harvests as long as he possibly can. But, of course, what he ultimately finds is he's just walking through barren fields because the principle of farming is if you don't sow, you don't reap. And the farmer who refuses to prepare for a future harvest reaps only one harvest, and then there's famine along with our harvesting, needs to be an effort to sow and to prepare people for the next generation. Tim, we've just got about 30 seconds, but I'd love to hear how 
this applies to John Doe, who works at First National Bank downtown. How would you suggest that he become more relevant if he is a Christian and he wants to reach others around him? I would say, John, you may be living as a Christian right now in guilt, thinking that you should be harvesting on the job, finding some time to sit down with a guy in the cubicle next door and pull out your, your tract and read it to him. The workplace is a rough place to harvest, but it's a great place to sow. There's something you can say to everybody. So I would think much more broadly about evangelism and ask, hey, what can I say to the people that are in my sphere of influence? How can I just move them one step closer? That's Tim Downs, author of a great book called Finding Common Ground from Moody Publishers. Well, that'll be it for another edition of Overflow. I'm Joseph Hanford. Don't forget, you can find all our shows and their small group discussion guides for free at overflowtoday.com. That's overflowtoday.com. Now go pour into someone's life.